Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast, and I am Vicky B, Vicky Barcelona, and with me is Ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Welcome to our fun size edition of The Broadcast. Yay, fun size. We're, try- we're trying to thing. We're trying to thing. Don't mind us. We um, like fun size things, yeah. like Vicky. <laughs> Yay. Uh, but let us know what you think uh, via our many avenues, and by many, I mean two. There's three. Three, excuse me. Oh, yeah, we, email. <laughs> we have an Instagram at the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029. Or you may email, email us at the broadcast 999 at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, we did get a message on Instagram. I teased in the previous episode that we were going to get to. Uh, and it's loading. Okay. And I don't know if he wants us to say his name. So, Let's, Marty. It's Marty. Okay, okay. cool. Marty. I'm not going to say his Instagram name just in case, but... Marty. Um, it says, thanks for nearly a whole show based on my question. I could provide a whole month or two of material for your show from my recent ex. I started listening to your show since our breakup in the summer 2017. Now, do you mean our morning show or our podcast? Or both. Yes. Uh, I have learned more about me and my worth and what I want and need in a relationship. The worst part is that we have a child together and she's using the kids against me. Mm. I'm guessing... They have one kid together, and then she probably has another kid. I don't know. Because he said kids, but he said a child. So I'm a little confused. Oh, oh, oh. One and a half years of court is still going just to see my son. See, lots of material for your show, LOL. Anyways, love the show. Love you, Vicky. Let's get trappers Mm. like you, Sarah, no H. But mix a lot. Mix a lot has your her, LOL, and get Sage's ass out of the meetings. Don't ever stop the cast, Marty. (laughs) <laughs> yes, age. Um, and then it says, uh, oh, and get CC on the show. My two questions. Are you upfront or blunt? And uh, can you be transparent or honest? Slash oh, honest? yeah. Because we talked about what two questions mm-hmm. would you ask a first date? Just write that in there. Yeah. It's like uh, if somebody, a guy, you're on a first date and someone says, uh, are you upfront slash blunt? And can you be transparent and honest? What would you say to those? Isn't blunt and honesty kind of the same thing? No. Well, yes. I have trouble with this because I have a few people in my life, some you know some, where they're like, I'm just blunt. And I am just, you know, I'm very honest and I'm upfront and that's just my personality. I'm like, there's a <laughs> difference <laughs> between <laughs> being blunt and being something that rhymes with blunt. Yeah, I sometimes cross that line mm. for sure. And I hate it when people use that as an excuse, like when they're being really like out of line. I'm not saying yeah. like, you know, okay, you're just being upfront, you're being you, whatever. But when they're really kind of getting there, it's like, okay, buddy. I will sometimes say rude. though, sometimes being honest, it has to come across kind of as blunt because there's just sometimes there's just no right way to say something. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going to be the answer the person doesn't want. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Don't ask me if I think you don't like, want yeah, it. Well, you I mean, know? Yeah, that's why I don't ask you anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is like also, there's a tone of voice. Like I had a, I have a friend who was in this. She was telling me she had this conversation with somebody. Um, so she's the blunt one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her friends invited her. Hey, you know, we're going to go to this beer festival thing. Do you want to come? And she, you know, she doesn't drink beer. So she says, instead of saying, I don't know, like, you know what? I don't really like beer, but, you know, so no thanks. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. She's like, no. Why do you think I would like that? That's how she responded. And she's like, I am just, I just need to be, I'm just being more blunt in my life. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, no, that is not blunt. That's just being That's an a-hole. Rude. Yeah. You're being rude. And I feel like people 
don't, don't know. know how to, yeah. And I think tone of voice and it's the phrase you use. Like, I mean, when somebody's asking for your opinion, and that makes sense. Like, you can be as blunt and as honest. Like, hey, enjoy. Yeah. But if someone's being, you know, just trying to be nice, like cool, like why? If do you someone have to said be? that to me, I'd be like, dang, girl, don't be so feisty about it. It's I was like, just trying Jesus, to be inclusive. Out of all the flavors mm. in the world, you choose to be salty. <laughs> <laughs> Salty's pretty yummy, though. Let's get real. Yeah. I would be like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. I feel like I'm pretty blunt and pretty transparent. So I'd be able to say yes, probably more than you want me to be honestly <laughs> and uh, i can like I, I i'm very much i sugarcoat things i'm not gonna lie there yeah I, I tiptoe around things until i'm really comfortable around somebody and even then it's still hard for you yeah yeah and you're not very blunt you no can, yeah. although recently there's some people maybe the same girl from earlier where recently i just kind of like Okay, so this is Word what's going on. on. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what's going on. Skirt, what'd you just say? And I'm like, just heads up, like, because of this, this is what happened. I well, don't know if you realize you gotta this. be because some yeah. people are just stupid. They're like, oh my God, I didn't realize it. I'm like, oh, yeah, stop being a bitch. Yeah, you're still not going to stop, but at least I can be blunt with you. And, <laughs> right. and uh, we did get another message from Marty and he says, had a court date Monday for my son after over a year of court battles. I finally get to see him and have him for a whole weekend. And after the slander and being alienated by a controlling ex and we have a trial for it for 90 days in 90 days. Uh, she wants to come to mediation after this last hearing. Patience, praying and hoping. Finally, listening to your show through these times helped venting, laughing, joking, learning. It helped uh, as little as it seems, uh, keep it up and keep uh, the hour shows, Marty. Oh, well, I'm glad that kind of is all settling down. Yeah, like it's. I know that can be such an S show. Um, but we're sending you good energy. What yeah. were you we saying? It. What were you we saying earlier? Uh, oh, getting your namaste. Getting your namaste. You, you, it's your state of mind that's happy and good. Yeah, and he sent us a picture of him and his child hanging out this morning Aww. they said they had a really good weekend oh yeah okay so look at them they're so cute and that does right. look really sweet so i'm glad he had a really good weekend yeah um but this kind of got me thinking i know he has a son but it kind of got me thinking about how hard it is for people to raise kids especially um little girls and especially if there's divorce in there we crazy we are crazy and i hear you were a lot rougher you were pretty tough as a child. No, my brother was actually the tough one, surprisingly. Why I was that? pretty, I don't think he appreciated, uh, my brother's three years older, so I don't think he liked that another baby was taking the attention away mm-hmm. from him. And so I think he was a little uh, rebellious and not happy about it because, <laughs> hello, I'm here. I'm the baby girl in the and light of everyone's life. We were we were switched because like uh, I'm the oldest and I have a younger brother. Were you upset when your younger brother brother? Um, I was excited, but then I would play too rough with him. Apparently, there's like my oh. mom like apparent my mom was telling me the story this weekend where his the crib was right next to the bed, and when I was little and he was little little baby, I went in. I was like two years old. And I climbed in there like a spider monkey. And just took him. And I grabbed him and I threw him on the bed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how is he not dead? At least you threw him on the bed and on the ground. Right? Like, we're lucky that the crib was right there. Yeah. Because really. that would have been bad. Um, but, but then I think later on, definitely, I became. I'm a, I mean, girl, we have like, I don't know why we're so crazy. Hormones. Our hormones. And we're just dramatic it's and not, it's the, it's just super awkward we're like dealing with like all these feelings and if you're not able to talk about them and 
like I, I never really had like the sex talk with my parents. So I didn't really know I'm like all these things that I found out myself mm-hmm. um, because I didn't have that open communication with them. Well, yeah. And still it's like awkward and you don't really want to listen to them and you're like, whatever, yeah. I'll just figure it out on my own anyway. Like, shut up. And that's kind of well, my cousin has two little girls, soon to be three. Yikes. And uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have this. We have this understanding that. I want to be in their lives as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And when I have kids, she'll do the same because we know there's going to come a day where they're not going to want to listen to the mom and dad, but they'll go yeah. with their aunt. Like, yeah. I want to they be- have a good relationship in there. It's like the cool aunt. Right. So that's what I want to have that relationship. So she can talk to me. She can feel comfortable. But her like her mom is also, you know, she's totally fine because she knows I'm not going to lead her down a bad path. Would I'm you tell have- that? Uh, tell your cousin everything if, that the if she was doing say. something that was harming herself yeah then yes i'm kind of do the whole therapy rules what about like sex or like that kind of stuff no. like if she came to you and was like auntie vicky i'm totally having sex like it's like know. are you using protection and stuff and like it's like yeah, you know what? i use this condom but like you know and then what if the cousin asked you like oh is she having sex it's like you know what this is my it's like yeah this is this is like your hard part yeah this is like i'm like dude this is my bond it's like you need to set her down i try to be like hey you know what try to talk to her about this like bring this up or something and then try to see if you can get it out of her naturally you gotta work on your lying or something too because that's so obvious like i can't tell you because i have a yes she is having i'd be like i mean i wouldn't say it that way i'd probably say it along the lines of like my relationship with her is between me and her. So whatever is said is between us. Don't Unless ask she's any harming. questions. So I'm not going to give you any information whether she is or isn't. That's good. So. I approve of that. But if she is harming herself or doing dangerous behavior, then yes. Yeah. That's something that needs to be alerted, assuming you know she's underage and all that stuff. Um, but I did find this article on BuzzFeed that says uh, women get got brutally honest about what men need to know about raising daughters. Oh. And if you can have like a piece of advice... For your dad. Like, I mean, I love my dad. I know you love your dad. We don't have daddy problems. I know, dude. Isn't that shocking? Right. And yet we still turned out like this. Yeah, with messes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there's a few things I would have been like, dude, dad, you didn't have to do that. Or mom or anybody. Just like, it, it's different in like the Mexican culture. They make comments about weight and like they'll call you like they'll like a term of endearment gordita, which means like little fatty. Oh dang! Like yeah. in like an endearing way, in they an call endearing that? way, but it's still not nice to hear. Yeah, so people still get offended, like you right. would in America, like, like if someone I called mean, you that. Yes, I mean, if if your grandma or your you know boyfriend called you that, and it's like a term of endearment. But if someone called you a gordita, like a that gordita. could that could also be you know making fun of you. Yeah, totally. I mean, if someone called me that and I knew what it meant, I'd be like, like my brother's Thanks. nickname. I mean, my brother's super skinny, but to this day, his nickname is Gordo because when he was a baby, he looked like a Michelin man. He was just this chubby little chunk. <laughs> Um, it, but then my cousins, they're about like a year apart. And one was always stick thin, stick thin, stick thin. And the other one was like a little chunkier. And in high school, she lost the weight. But she's always had around her face and her sister. And her sister was always just super skinny naturally. That would be so annoying. But they called her flaca, which means skinny girl. And then gorda, fat girl. That so, is like, so it terrible. It sounds worse in English. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's still not like, I mean, I don't know. I've never asked her if she liked that nickname or not, if she was cool with it. I mean, I guess it's kind of like if someone calls me a bitch, 
Like yeah. that's no big deal to me. But like right. maybe in a different it's culture, like, it's like a really bad thing. Well, you like I, I learned that calling someone stupid or an idiot in Spanish, or at least in Mexico, is a lot worse than in English. Than here, yeah. It's not like a swear word or anything, but it's an insult. Yeah, totally. It's like, and oh, here, it's, it's like, like you're stupid, okay. and it's just like okay, whatever. But it's like oh, hey, yeah, that's pretty mean. So did your family members or like your mom or my dad and my mom would comment about my weight and make, you know, this and that, which led to some issues later on. Not going to lie. Um, So like they walk around eggshells now. But part of me, what's like one of the things I would tell them, it's like, get don't do that because we're in a different. We're not in Mexico. We're not in Mexico. It's a different context here. Did they realize that it bothered you or did they just kind of realize the culture here? And no, they realized that it wasn't helpful for me. And once. I don't, is it helpful yeah. for anyone in that culture? No. I mean, I don't know if it really, if it bothers them. I need to find somebody yeah. to see if that really bothers It doesn't phase them, really. Yeah. Um, but it really messed me up for a while. So that'd be the only thing. But now they walk around eggshells. They don't comment or anything. You're like, but you better not. I'm like, well, I, I mean, I appreciate that you're thinking now. Yeah, right. No gordita or the yeah. other one. Uh, flaca. Flaca. Yeah, I would say um, for my dad, just uh, he's way better now. But uh, his temper, definitely. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. He therapy finally helped after many, many years. And he's kind of chilled out. But my mom is a saint for dealing with him for that long because I'm his child. And so is Joey. So we don't really have an option for your kids. Yeah. But my mom definitely had her option, especially moving every year from radio job to radio job. Like and him being as crazy as he was. Dang, mom. (laughs) Good for you. But yeah, that's probably one thing. It's just like deal with your temper. Yeah. It's just a little better. But oh. now he does. So Gucci. <laughs> one of the things here uh, says, uh, don't act like feminine things are shameful or boring. Don't be the dad who stays out in his car during his da- uh, his daughter's ballet class because sitting with the dance moms is too embarrassing. Yeah. Screw you if you're like that. It's just like, why? Like that is your little girl and she's doing what she loves. Like, yeah. Why does that bother you? I would be so pissed if my dad did that or, like, missed any of my recitals or something. <laughs> and it sucks because I used to think I was, like, this badass dancer. Like, everyone's going to be so entertained. And uh-huh. then I didn't realize, like, wow, they had to come to, like, every one of my performances. And it's not – it wasn't that great, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just not my performance. It's, like, two hours worth of people performing. Right. <laughs> Your poor parents. Sorry. Uh, another one is, the way you treat your wife or girlfriend will teach me how I should expect men to treat me. Ooh. I was gonna say my mom, my dad is like super romantic, which is funny because my mom isn't. <laughs> so like for one year for their anniversary, because they haven't worn wedding rings, and it, it never occurred to me how weird this is. But they don't wear wedding rings; they never have. They did when they w- first got married, but then they both got jobs where they couldn't. Yeah, and so they just got too fat for them and never got new ones. Oh. So years later, my like this was maybe like ten years ago or so. My dad went out and bought them new, Cute. new wedding rings to wear. Did she stuff. love that? Like she's not really. She's like whatever. She's very indifferent, which kind of pissed me off. But it's she's like not, the gesture. She, yeah, she's not very. Anyway, that's just a thing with my mom. But the things like that, my dad does. And for me, I'm not like oh, buy me presents or anything. But what that symbolized and what that mm-hmm. meant and like the thought he put into it. Yeah. Like he always makes sure he has like flowers like or this year for Valentine's Day he couldn't get out. So he had like, had to, like oh, pick up some flowers for me, please. And yeah. pick this up for her, get her cake. And like that's he, so cute. He makes sure to do all that. And when my brother was born, he always made sure that I had equal amount of attention. So my yeah. mom would be taking care of my brother. So whenever she, my brother would get a present, I'd get a present. 
So but, you wouldn't hate your brother like my brother hated me. Right. <laughs> and I think it was because I was the first, not only child, I was the first grandchild. So all my uncles and aunts and my grandparents just, just loved over you. the moon. Uh, just like for two years, like not including the year my cousin was born, but still like yeah. I was on top of the world. So my dad's like, okay, this can go bad quick. Yeah, so we right. need to make sure we like ease into this. <laughs> for real. I always like, I don't know. I, I think for sure you should definitely see how man should treat a woman Mm -hmm. like with that but then I also think and maybe it's just me like I feel like I know kind of my self-worth and what Mm -hmm. I would put up with and not put up with for a man treating me a certain way and just seeing how like it's when you see the negatives in people you're like I know how I don't want to be as well you can learn in that way and that's kind of like seeing my mom it's like I know what I don't want to do yeah you yeah your mom should at least be like thankful and like right and she was like yeah oh my god thank you but it wasn't like if it was me I would have been like oh my god like ecstatic like yesterday George just randomly brought bought me flowers back from work or whatever and I was like confused and I was like wait what why is this what it's not my birthday it's not Valentine's Day it's not our anniversary like he's like I just wanted to get you flowers and I was like really you know yeah but I feel like you the other person I think does it to kind of get that reaction, mm-hmm. like that simple gesture, right. like they want a reaction. So yeah. if I was just like, oh, okay, cool. cool. Like he probably it, wouldn't do it again. Right. Because he'd be like, okay, well, she don't care. Even if I did, I just didn't really care that. You know what I mean? Right. And like that's for me too. Like I don't ever expect gifts and I'm not the like money, like, oh, I want everything expensive and pretty. But like I love when like that happens. Like I had an ex-boyfriend uh, who he had, a co- I think I've mentioned this before, he had a copy of my car key. Because before I lived in Seattle, I needed somebody here to have a key just in case I locked my keys or I lost them or whatever. Just oh, so they That's be... very smart. So he had a copy of my keys. And so he would go into work around the time I'd get off work. So he would come in early, go to my car, and leave me flowers in my car. Aww. And I'm like, stuff like that, that gets me. I love, yeah. I'm a romantic at heart. And I, I love to return the favors. Yeah. Like, Except it's so much easier for a guy to do it to a girl. Right. I'm like, uh, mm, you want some beef jerky? Like, oh. I don't know what to get you. People made fun of me because I did a, I made like a fort, a living room fort, and I made like a steak dinner, and I invited the guy over. I didn't tell him what we were doing. I'm like, okay, bring formal clothes. Bring, like, I told, because I didn't want to give it away. Yeah, just bring your pajamas. I'm like, bring pajamas, bring casual clothes, and bring formal clothes. And so he came in like dress formal and I put on a formal uh, dress. We had dinner at the table and then we got oh, into the, the fort and we watched movies and we watched his favorite movie. And oh, I had texted. Sincere. Um, yeah. Like I texted my guy friend before and I'm like, if I, what do you think of this? Is this too much? And he's like, if a woman did that for me, I'd marry her on the spot. Cute. And I'm just you like, should have oh. done it for him. I know. He's, uh, believe me, I'm trying. <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> How many um, years later are you trying? Well, I've known him since high school and it's. Oh, shoot. So like 10. Okay. Yeah. Well. 15 on the Jesus. Carl, we can, we're going to make this happen for you. Well, he is in Portland. Oh, that's not too far away. No. Plus, we're going on the party bus. Yeah. I might have to invite him. You should. Yeah, I'd be like, come meet us at uh, Acropolis. Actually, last time I was in Portland, I'm, I'm when I met up with him, we went to the Acropolis. See? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but uh, let's see. It's another one on here. It says, if we're avoiding a male relative's house, take the hint. Don't force us to go. If we're avoiding a male relative's, relative's house. house. And it's not so much indicating. So like that, your your dad's brother kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, or any 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 relative. Like it's like, hey, we're going to your uncle's house or this or whatever. And if you don't want to go. It, 
it's not always that something bad happened, like there was assault or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and I had this too as a kid, because uh, bad stuff did happen to me. But there were certain people whose energy and vibes, like they were awesome people. And I, to this day, I'm like, this is a really nice person. He's really cool. Yeah. I just can't be around him because I don't know what it is. Maybe he reminds me of somebody. I just can't be around him. Oh, is it someone like your dad's family member? It's one of my dad's friends. Like one of his really good friends. And And nothing ever happened. No, no. And like I loved him and his family and stuff. But it was just like as I got to a certain age, I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, and I don't know why. And my dad's like, did he do something? I'm like, no, 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 he didn't. I just don't, something feels wrong. Can you hang out with him outside of his house or is it at his house? Or is it just no, in general? It's just in general. I mean, like, and I don't see him very often anyways. I'm like, it's cool. It's like, hey, I was like, oh, and like, we're cool now. But when yeah. I was a kid, I was just like, I can't. And there was other people in my life too where I was like, I can't. Weird. And I couldn't explain it. It's just, I was uneasy. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, my dad, I mean, we didn't really know his real family mm-hmm. and his adoptive family. Both his parents died before I was born. And... I've kind of finally started meeting his adoptive people, sort mm-hmm. of, but they live on the east. Like we, uh-huh. so I have no idea. Like I don't really have uncles or anything. I don't have uncles <laughs> or anything. Uh, now but, you have a radio family. Hell yeah! Hopefully Joey will have kids, so then I can be an aunt. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think that's ever gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting. I wouldn't have never, mm-hmm. if I was a dude. I mean, or a girl, and like my son or daughter didn't want to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would make them go. I'd sit there and be like, why? Like, I try to get it out of them. Like, we're going there for Thanksgiving, damn it. Because sometimes kids are stupid and have no no good reason. They just don't want to go or they don't have good food there. But if it's a pattern and be like, okay, well, what's going on? Try to figure it out. Um, But they might not even know. Maybe, like, like they're getting bullied by their cousin and they don't want to say something. Like, it could be anything. I will kill that cousin. Right. (laughs) Uh, But one of the things that, like, I... It, it didn't occur to me as weird until I got older, and it makes a lot of sense. And I've had conversations with my mom, and she's like, no, you're right. That is weird that we do this. When we'd go to, like, a family reunion or any, like, house with a bunch of fellow Mexican people, yeah, it was required that you go up to each family member and you give them a handshake or a hug or a kiss. Like, But it's always a hug and a kiss. Like, when you shake someone's hand, it's always a kiss on the cheek. On the, yeah, one cheek. Yeah. Right? Um. And so it's like you had to do that individually for everyone and hug them. And it was just kind of like you're on display doing this for everyone. And it's just like you don't want to do that. And you had to do the same thing, say bye to everyone individually. If there's a lot of people there and y'all have parties with right. a lot of people, everyone and their mom's invited. That right. would take like Ever. a day to but do. But it's just like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to have to like, I don't I don't feel like like when you're a kid, you're like, I don't want to hug all these people. I don't want to hug anybody. Like, Yeah, you're like, I don't really even know you. Um, So it was I brought up a really good point. It's and I got this from I think Will Smith. Because somebody asked him, asked him about his daughter's like hair. It's like, well, what do you say about your daughter, the way she dresses and her hair? And it's like, you know what? She can do whatever she wants because the second I start telling her what she can and can't do with her body is the day she's going to think that I own her body. And I don't. It's she owns her body. Mm. See, I always thought growing up, the moment my parents tell me to do this or do that, like, don't do this, mm-hmm. I will do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I will do the exact just, opposite thing. That's, just, they that's say. you drunk. Teenage Sarah and drunk Sarah seem very similar. Yeah. I mean, even when I was like in elementary school, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, you don't want me to wear these heels to school? Guess what? I'm going to put sneakers on and sneak these heels in my backpack and then put my heels on in school. I was, I And then the, sprain my ankle. <laughs> I had the fear of God in me. Like I was too – there was a few things that I did do that, you know, like, hey, sneaky. But there's a lot of things I didn't do because I was afraid. Like I was – 
afraid of disappointing them and I was afraid of getting yelled at. Like, I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I was used to the yelling, but I was very much like, I'm still like, this is my, this is my being. Mm -hmm. My parents wanted me to get braces. Nope. My parents wanted me to get contacts and glasses for the longest time. Nope. You need braces? Oh yeah. I have spaces like crazy. Oh, I'd never noticed. You know what? Thank you so much. Don't I notice would, now. I would have assumed that you had braces. Oh, and I just like didn't wear my tanners. And, I don't know. I just never just really. Perfect? I just thought they looked nice. Like, oh, I yeah. Think... No, they wanted me in seventh grade, and that's when everyone was getting them. And I was like, no, like, you can't tell me what this is. This mm-hmm. is my body. This is You can't force me to do anything. Right. So then they made a contract and had me sign it and date it. So then they so I, I wouldn't blame them for the future <laughs> and be like, well, I wasn't 18. So you should have made me do it. And I still, no, don't regret it. And I'm like, yeah. thank you for letting me choose. Do you. Yeah. Um, but I think just kind of respecting your kid's boundaries. And it, I get a little frustrated with people because they're like, your kid's going to ru- run their life, like run the whole show. It's like, no, it's about respect. It's like, I want to give them respect. Granted, if they start misbehaving or doing a thing, like I'm going to step it up. I'm not trying to be their friend. I'm trying to give them respect as an, a parent and as an adult. Yeah. And I give, like, my parents a bunch of respect for, I feel like they were very, very good at that. They were Mm -hmm. very good at the boundaries thing. They were very good, like, my room is my room. They were very good at, like, you never go through my stuff Mm -hmm. ever. If you think something's weird going on or something, you talk to me about it. Like, if you think I'm smoking weed or whatever, Mm -hmm. you don't just go snooping through my room. And I really hope when I'm a parent, I... I'm like that too. And that's like, I didn't have that. Like my parents, and that's probably one of the advice I'd give. It's like respect my boundaries because I eventually got a lock on my door because nobody would knock. And even when I moved back in with my folks, and granted, they lived by themselves for a couple of years. So when I moved back, they weren't used to knocking. Yeah, but there's still a person in the room behind the door now. Mom, knock. I'm like, you did this. And walked in like you didn't even give me time to respond. Does your dad at least know? No, my dad does. Okay, good. Um, But now we that could be bad. Now we do a thing where like, are you decent? Yeah. And we'll yell and it's like, nope, nope, don't come in. (laughs) Or yes. It's funny because my boyfriend lives. We live downstairs of my dad's house. Uh And so there's no like door to separate it or anything. Uh So my dad will make a lot of noise coming down the stairs and be like, hey, guys, I'm coming down. Like, because he doesn't want to, you know, see anything. See anything. I mean, especially if he saw any of my boyfriend. Like, that would be mortifying (laughs) for both sides. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. Keep the boundaries. And then like there was a while when I was like a in my early teen or my early twenties or late teens, where they would open up my bank statements and I'd get mad. I would no. get livid. and see what you bought yeah. and stuff. Like Ugh. I was so mad. I'm like, do you realize I would yell at them? And I never. So I would yell back at my parents, but I never once did the "you're a bitch" or "I hate you." I never said those things, but I would I yell. Did. I would. I would fight back. And I'm like, do you realize what you just did is illegal? Like, did they understand? Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, you're like, no, I'm an adult now. This is illegal. Stop going through my mail. So they didn't like, yeah, that is hella yeah. illegal. So at least they didn't fight that. And they like realized. No, like, like, well, no, I'm like, you can't. Like, I, I, I have the upper hand here. I'm winning. Yeah. Plus, you don't want to see all my bank statements. I lovers. OK. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, one other thing before we leave uh, that I like. It's uh, learn how to brush hair. When I was little, I cried every morning because uh, before school, because my dad would practically rip my scalp off Ugh. with a brush. All he would say is, sorry, I don't know how to do girl hair. First of all, you got to be hella gentle. Second of all, please learn to do a ponytail. Please learn to braid. Please learn to do pigtails. It's not hard. It's really, well, except for like French braiding. French I don't braiding, even know how to do, know that. How to do but that either. Yeah, just learn the basics because your daughter is probably going to want different hairstyles. Yeah. 
I mean, I'd have to if I wanted my if I wanted my hair done. And my dad would do a po- simple ponytail when I was younger. Yeah. But if I wanted my hair done like a certain way, my mom would have to wake up at two or three in the morning because she'd do it. She'd wake me up. She'd do my hair, and I'd have to sleep really like ah, softly, like not move your head at all. Yeah. Um, because she went to work really early in the morning. That's so cute, though. Um, get the zigzag in the hair. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but if uh, ladies out there listening, if you had advice for dads of little girls. What advice would you give, or any kid? Like, what advice do you give for raising kids now? Because we're kind of yeah, in that even weird like age. with a dude, yo. Yeah, like we're we're at a really weird age right now where I feel like people are going to overcorrect, like asking yeah. for p- your baby permission before you change its diaper. I'm like, no, okay, stop being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. But also, Ugh. I'm not gonna if a kid's like, please don't touch me or hug me. I'm not going to do that. But then, yeah, but then it's also like we're going to overcorrect. But then we're also in the age where it's like. They're like twelve year olds with like social media and like yeah. looking like they're like twenty year olds. Yeah. So it's like, where's the Ooh! line? Tell us, like, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. All right. Help us. We'll chat with you next time. Bye.